Uh, welcome back to the Mayhem Zone. We are here once again trying it out on Discord for the first time. So our mic quality might be really good this time. So uh, it could yeah, be. Could, be. It could be. It could be shit. We'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah. I am, of course, as always, uh, joined by William. Yes. Uh, this time I am uh, boiling in the heat alone in my room. And I do not get to take Jake with me. <laughs> no. Yes, I am no. here in my dangerously ac at home yeah do you have your ac on right now i don't hear it I wonder oh no no i don't have it. an air conditioner in my room oh no. oh no okay no hell no that would be <laughs> you not... would definitely hear that yeah okay you're not deserving no of that no 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 no, no. um but yeah i mean we, we, it's been a while since we've had an episode we haven't mm-hmm. talked about quite a few films so i figured yeah and a lot of crazy shit has happened well that too yeah so i figured what better way to kind of um go through everything without you know because if we talk about fucking thor or something you know we, oh, we, right. we could yeah. we could we could just skim through the summer as it's been and talk about some mm-hmm. of our favorites of the summer and some of our least favorites of the summer starting from that first weekend of may up until now because i feel like we're not really you know gonna have a lot of movies on the deck for the rest of the summer um once we get into september that'll be a different story but mm-hmm. uh as far as summer goes, I don't think Beast is going to be on any lists. You know, that doesn't look great. <laughs> Stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, we, we can kind of go through it and uh, talk about a lot of the movies that we missed. Things like uh, Nope and um, Bullet Train. Uh, that new Predator movie we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and, and we'll, we'll talk about it all. I'm not even sure a lot of these. I'm not even sure of the movies that William has seen. <laughs> so... <laughs> So we will we will go through it and uh, and talk about it. But uh, but yeah, so I mean, starting off, we can we can talk a little bit about this, you know, this uh, Zaslav shit. Right. So, um, like that's big news. Yeah. So uh, Batgirl was axed. And yep. I you, if you've listened to any episodes on this show, I have been talking mad shit about the current situation at dc uh because like i i'm not like the hugest like snyder fan guy in the whole world like i don't care that much about that stuff but i do acknowledge when like you see a studio just completely screw over someone someone for absolutely no reason so when i hear stuff like oh they're just straight up completely replacing ben affleck's batman not recasting him they're just gonna swap him out with michael keaton and I was like, all right, well, that's pretty lame. And then you find out, okay, Batgirl's going to be all about Michael Keaton's Batman. Like, it's a part of that thing. And I'm like, so they're just completely erasing Batfleck. Uh, and so I've been talking crap about that. And then now the movie's canceled. And at first I'm like, oh, awesome. That means that, like, it kind of is a clean slate. We don't know. Maybe because just before this announcement, we found out that Ben Affleck is being added in reshoots for Aquaman 2, uh, probably to replace Michael Keaton because Aquaman was supposed to come out after The Flash, uh, but now it's going to be put out before The Flash because The Flash is a doomed nightmare production. Um, so it would be confusing, obviously, for audiences if they saw Michael Keaton there instead of Ben Affleck, and it would be confusing. So w- at that, at first, I was like, okay, it's just that. It's just that it, because of the timeline thing. And then all of a sudden they cancel Batgirl. 
And I'm like, okay, maybe this leaves the door open so that we could reintroduce Ben Affleck. It seems like he's in a much better place now. He could become Batman again. So, you know, I'm sitting there thinking about it in that way. And I'm like, okay, this actually could be kind of exciting. And then I realized, like, they really just threw out an entire movie that was almost done. Like, so many countless hours being put into it by so many people. Uh, and I just, I find that to be kind of skeevy. I find it to be disrespectful to all these people. It's one thing when a movie is just, like, just about to start filming. And then when it's like, it's done. <laughs> you know? And then they're going to pull something like this. What do you think about it, Jake? I uh, have, you know, my thoughts are definitely controversial. But, um... Mm -hmm. I, I think as far as artistically, yeah, this sucks. And it's like, it would definitely, like, if this happened to me or you, this would be heartbreaking. Right. And it would be very shitty. Um, but as far as, like, the, you know, the business side of it, <laughs> I mean, it it makes sense. But at the same time, you know, it's like, I think we should be, I don't think it should just be acts like that. I don't think it should be judged before it's, able to be seen mm -hmm. i think that's kind of you know shitty um but uh i i do think it was probably if it was bad you know they, they keep saying oh it was bad it was testing poorly i mean because don't forget you know under this new regime they moved blue beetle theatrical so they're very confident mm -hmm. in that movie you know so they, they that was originally going to be a streaming movie and then they announced in whatever it was as soon as that Discovery... was this team that was Zaslo zasloff's Rain, <laughs> apparently, that? yeah. Apparently, I, I think it because that's they right. Were, yeah, they were bought out in April. I mean, not bought mm. out, but uh, the regime took over in April. Okay, um, and you're already seeing these effects happen. You know, it's like, uh, I think Elvis was supposed to hit HBO Max on Monday, uh, and then Zaslav's like, yeah, we're done with that shit. Forty five day window, mm. that's fucking done. We're not, we're not, we're not putting it on HBO Max. You're gonna buy it first, and it's like, yeah, no, right. of course, like that, that makes sense. Like, why, yeah, why would we? why would we throw away money like that? So, I mean, mm -hmm. and, I mean, and then when they're quite literally throwing away money like that with Batgirl, I mean, they're, they're probably going to get back like, you know, 25, 30 million with the tax write off thing. Yeah. And, and the thing with it's, it's weird. Cause like a lot of people are, are like, Oh, well they've what Warner brothers has released so many terrible movies. Why oh, would course. they cancel this one? But then you also have to understand the fact that, the people who okayed the release of those terrible movies are not the same people who are in charge right now. Right. So, so when people why... say, well, they released the original Suicide Squad, they released, you know, whatever other terrible movie. It's like, yeah, well, those were different people. These people have a different set of standards that they're applying. Yes. Uh, so they saw what was going on with this movie. We have no clue whether it was actually good or not. I've heard, because I, I follow a few people who who get a lot of like reliable sources and leaks and they right. had been reporting that the, the test screenings were just kind of like, Oh yeah, it's okay. Like nobody right. said that it was like atrocious. So when it, when they come out saying officially, Oh, well it was screening terribly. And I go, Oh, that's kind of contradictory to what I've heard, but like, who knows, maybe they have better info or are they trying to, cover it up just so that they can get that tax break or whatever and, and get the, the 20% of it back or whatever is the, is, is the deal. Yeah. Who yeah, knows? I mean, it, it, it's, it sucks. And, and the thing is like, I think, I think the days of expensive streaming movies are kind of over because it's like, yeah, yeah you're putting that out and getting zero return on it. Um, or you'll get like the big split. I mean, we'll talk about prey in a little bit, but mm -hmm. it's like, 
that's a movie that probably should have gone to theaters, but it got shunted yeah. to Hulu. Hulu, which nobody really like. What like who fucking likes Hulu? So it's like, <laughs> it's a weird time because it's like, yeah, why why are you throwing? And with that old regime, it was like, it. Why are we? Why are we doing a Wonder Twins movie? Why are we doing a yeah. fucking? Why are we doing you know a, a HBO Max Batgirl movie? Why are we doing an HBO mm-hmm. Max? beetle movie like these are too expensive like put them in theaters or don't make them it doesn't make sense they they did not they weren't making very good decisions before and i just feel like this is kind of a one of those things where they're they're kind of gnawing their own leg off to to yeah get set free it's like yeah you lost a leg but now you're free and the future is open they Mm -hmm. said that they were totally fine with the actress who played batgirl I, i hope that they bring all the people back who were working on batgirl for a new project Yes. I hope that's what happens uh, because that's really, you know, I, I mean, these are up and coming people. You have people like Brendan Fraser in it as well. Right. Uh, I mean, J.K. Simmons, you know, it, it, Michael I mean, Keaton. Michael Keaton is in it. You know, you can't. I mean, those are a lot of people that you're you're kind of screwing over that who put a lot of hard time and work. And I mean, imagine if this this they could have been working on a different movie right now. Right. You know. They and they ended up. Then this is the way they scheduled it. Was oh, I'm going to work on Batgirl, and yep. <laughs> that was a huge waste of time for so many people now. So you mm-hmm. have to make up on that end of it. And I hope that the best case scenario is they do what I hope they do, and they keep the Michael Keaton stuff to just being in the Flash, and they keep Ben Affleck. They get to kind of redo the Batgirl movie, but from. St- because apparently it was very deeply set in that aesthetic of uh, Michael Keaton's Batman. So if they wanted to, like, oh, let's reach... Because apparently Michael Keaton was only in, in it for, like, five scenes, I heard. Um, so, like, it's something that they could have replaced him with Ben Affleck if they really wanted to. But apparently the whole movie was just kind of just unsalvageable in that way. Uh, so I'm hoping they just restart it. You know, keep the same people. I um, uh, I don't and, know. I mean, yeah. they're definitely they're definitely going to make things right with 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 the talent because I mean Warner Brothers is in no position to piss off talent mm-hmm. right now after their HBO Max shit last oh, year. That yeah yeah. So that, that's not going to happen. And I mean, and, and Zaslav was the first person to come out and say that was with like you know the background cancellation. Uh, we you know we respect and really admire all the talent that went into mm-hmm. this and um it's it's you know it's it it, it really did feel like a it's strictly business mm-hmm. like i don't think it, it it probably fit too much into because the reason he's not pulling the plug on all of these movies is because there's too much money because i promise mm-hmm. you i really do think zaslov you know sees the value in dc and he wants mm-hmm. To, he wants yeah, because Marvel's making all the money right now, and they're like, they're no doing reason. that. We sh- yeah. there's no reason why we right. have literally the greatest characters ever created. Yes, so this he is doesn't. Where we are. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to get plunged into the shit that mm-hmm. was there already. So I think either um, one of these movies that are coming out is going to be that new starting point, and mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I mean, it could be Black Adam. It could be Shazam. It could be fucking Aquaman. I don't mm-hmm. think there's going to be. I, well, first of all, the Flash is just a movie that's going to come out, and it's going to be basically a one-off thing. Like nobody's. Yeah, there's, that's never going to continue. They're not going to set up anything with that unless no. they explicitly announce very soon that they're recasting him. Uh, right. I heard or, or them, and I, I heard that um, they apparently just recently did some extra additional photography stuff with Ezra Miller, like recently. 
And then oh. he, there, yeah, I, I, that, I just, I, I, maybe I need to read the full article. Uh, How the fuck? But they just did that, and then apparently they are now charged for a, a felony, like uh, robbery Vermont. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah they tried, that. they tried like robbing someone of their alcohol, like they broke into their house. Yeah, they, it's yeah, yeah. Just a, a fucking disaster. What an embarrassment. Um, well, well, yeah. Ezra Miller is yeah. never going to work again, so that's that's for sure. But the the, the problem yeah, now I'm, is they're going to kill someone. <laughs> I feel like it's escalating to that. Like they're going to well, end up certainly. killing someone. And so you got to get this fucking Flash movie out, so, <laughs> like as soon as possible. Because I was thinking for a little while too, like if they're because this is unprecedented already as is to cancel a movie that you've already put at least ninety million dollars into. Um. Would they be willing to do that with something they put like 150 or 200 million dollars? Would they be really like, no, willing to do that and then just hoping that they could just pump out enough good new movies to kind of recoup that loss? Because it is going to be a a nightmare trying to market this movie. Well, if, if yeah, anything if, goes worse, if Ezra kills someone, if Ezra kills someone, yes. Uh, they will have yeah. to fucking, you know, shelve this movie and get rid of it. But <laughs> the the problem is, is, yeah, there's literally $300 million into this movie right now. I feel like I feel like that's where we're at. It's either 200 yeah. or 300. It's probably on the upper end because of all the VFX right now. So also, like, mm-hmm. this movie's like still being worked on, like, as we speak. So it's like, it's interesting because um, Zaslov has a tough choice because, I mean, yeah, this movie's going to come out. Well, the and the other thing is, apparently, this movie's really fucking good. Like, everybody it tests, it's testing I've really well. I've heard that it's good, yeah. So, you know, what do you do? It's it's a good movie, so Zaslov can't, like, go back on that because then it's like, oh, well, you know... Because it's, it's guaranteed on that You can't take a tax break level. on that. You can't take a tax break on that because it's mm-hmm. it already is theatrical. If, if you switched Batgirl to theatrical, you would have had to throw so much more money into it, and if it wasn't good... It's wasn't not it, going to be successful. Wasn't it also supposed to be like a simultaneous release? No, it was, it was HBO it Max. It was only HBO Max? I could have yeah. sworn I heard that, that it was, and, they had that announced and, that and Blue that. Beetle. That and Blue Beetle were HBO Max were exclusives. Both, yeah. And then Zaslav obviously saw Blue Beetle, liked it, and said, okay, that one is theatrical. So they're pumping the money into that one because it's probably really good. And, mm. and you know... So that's that's encouraging. I think I think Zaslav, you know, come maybe two, three, four years, it's gonna be a totally new DC universe. I think I think yeah. we're all. I think basically everything is going to be. If, if they keep some of the same cast members, it's going to be wildly different in tone. Um, you know, if you get Henry Cavill back, it's mm-hmm. going to be the the happy go lucky Superman. Um, if you get, uh, you know. Aquaman back that might stay the same. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I think Aquaman and Wonder Woman are going to be virtually the same. I don't even know about Wonder Woman. I, well, I mean, hopefully, but we'll see. I, I don't even know. I feel like I feel like Zaslav is either going to completely reboot it or like cherry pick one or two things. I I don't I don't think that it's going to be like a it'll it'll be like a soft reboot, definitely. Like like what the Suicide Squad was for Suicide Squad. I hope where so. it's I don't like. Know. We have the same actors and stuff, but it's a completely different vibe. Right. Uh, I, I could totally see that being it. I, 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 yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I, I see pros and cons. Because, again, me. like, because Aquaman made a billion dollars, you know? Yeah. I, I, like, I just don't see them throwing that 
away. Well, no, not Aquaman. I think you might see Aquaman still. And I think you exactly. might see Shazam. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're yeah, not going to... I don't know, like, after, like, Wonder Woman 84. Like, I don't know about that. I don't know about The Flash. I don't yeah, know but about... that was also during, like, COVID and... That was I know, but that was also like not kind of thrown. People didn't like yeah. that movie very much, and it's like I feel no. like he's just gonna want to get away from all the bad press. I I, I don't know. I right. just have a weird feeling he's just gonna hit the reboot. Mm-hmm. Well, really, people people didn't like Eternals very much, and that's apparently getting a sequel. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't you know. Did, when it comes to like a movie that's like people don't like it that much, you're not like or you can't completely hit the reset button on that. Like it, you need a lot of different reasons. I mean, not that there aren't some pretty good reasons to reset right now but i think i yeah i mean i'm for me like i personally think maybe complete complete reboot because like there's too much negativity here and i feel like if they were to move on and you know get some of these snyder actors or even you know entertain the idea of continuing some of these stories they're just going to you know plunge themselves right back into the filth and it's like why mm. would you why did you even bother canceling these things then if you're already you know, you're, you're already willing to get dirty. Like, like Batgirl Mm -hmm. was apparently, you know, Batgirl and, you know, the flash, these are all movies that like opera were started by that old team. So it's like, why would you want to even double down on that and continue Mm -hmm. moving forward? Like that just seems contradictory to me. So I feel like they wouldn't even, I feel like it wouldn't even make sense to do that. I mean, like, unless, like you said, it's, it's like a suicide squad, like complete tonally, you know, Mm -hmm. revamped version um, and it's a complete 180. Because yeah, I know. I, I mean, like, I think Henry Cavill would be a good Superman if you know it was done right. Mm. Um, and we actually got a fucking Superman movie instead of you know this this rushed bullshit that we got um, with all the you know hey, we did Man of Steel. It was pretty good. All right, now let's do the Avengers. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, well, why? Like, no, <laughs> let's set them all up. Like, what are you doing? You you have a blueprint. Mm-hmm. Follow it. You know, it's like Marvel paved the way for you. So let's just just walk mm-hmm. down that path. I don't know why you guys are trying to be different. Um, so. I mean, yeah, I, 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 we, yeah, we, we've we've talked about that before. I, I always feel like it's, you know, I, I, I feel like there definitely should have been like a Man of Steel 2 or Dawn of Justice should have been a completely different kind of movie. Um, but I, I don't mind them doing what they did with Justice League, where it's like, here's the characters, like you see them now and then they'll get their own movies. Because I, I don't think the plot of that movie was like the Justice League, the Joss Whedon cut wasn't bad because they uh, yeah, that's introduced true. Cyborg, Flash, and Aquaman. Uh, it, it was bad because it was a bad movie. <laughs> I think. Well, I think. And, I think and, that's that's why I feel like it was yeah. rushed because they they right. only put that movie out was so that everybody can get their bonuses. So yes. that you you have two opposite ends of the coins where mm-hmm. you know the old team would have released a bad movie just to get their bonuses. Where and mm-hmm. then now Zaslav is willing to totally just make the wild mm-hmm. move to just delete the movie. And and put it down yeah. as a tax write off just so he yeah. can get out alive and not ruin the image of you know the DC did the, the DC world more you know mm-hmm. potentially I don't again we're all talking like we've seen the movie but mm-hmm. you know nobody knows how this movie was but I don't know it's it's interesting so uh, yeah it's yeah, a massive shakeup it's gonna take time to know if this was really the, right the best decision or not. Yeah, that's the we'll tough see. thing. We can we can all talk about how like shocking it is and how like you know it's it, it it is crazy and like we've never seen something like this before. But at the end of the day, um, it might have been the right move. You know, who yeah. knows? Like we we're never gonna know because we're never gonna see that movie. I mean, and they all got paid, mm-hmm. so you know, it's fine. Like they got paid, they're fine. But it is a bad look for them because mm-hmm. if the movie if th- this this narrative keeps going around of like oh it was so bad and it's like well oh fuck well don't say that because like now they can't work again um 
Right. But I think yeah, because be that's okay. the thing is like they're they're kind of throwing like everybody under the bus a little bit by saying, oh, it's that, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. if it's true, then that's one thing, you know. Like, I wouldn't shed a tear if like you know, oh, Morbius was canceled when it was ninety no, percent. Like, exactly. nobody would have given a shit because the movie was terrible. I didn't see it, but <laughs> that like we all know that that movie's bad, and it right. doesn't. It shouldn't have been put out there because it was just a fucking mess. We could say that um, now after it's been released yeah. in the critical reception, but with Batgirl, it didn't even get its day in court, so that yeah, is shitty. exactly, exactly. But you know, at the end of the day, it's it's hard to tell. But if you know, mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen the track record of DC movies, so it's like yeah, you know, especially mm-hmm. with this old team, it's like yeah, maybe it probably wasn't that great because for every mm-hmm. you know, for for every Joker and and Shazam, you get the fucking. 2016 suicide squad you know like the, the, these movies aren't like some of them are very hit or miss and it depends on the talent and, and i liked the creative swings that they took in the i feel like the latter half like of their run there with like the, the new batman suicide squad uh shazam like they've all been pretty big hits like they've been pretty good but like again suicide squad was um i mean i know pandemic times but like mm-hmm. that was not successful at all and it's like and it's shitty but like you know, so I feel apparently, like... apparently, Peacemaker is safe, supposedly. Uh, right. There's yeah, a lot we'll of other cancellations too. Yeah. Um, and apparently, Harley Quinn is also safe, and I really like mm-hmm. that show, so I'm glad because I got nervous about that too. And I mean, and, and then they're they're totally doing away with um, HBO Max and Discovery Plus. Those are just going to merge into a super mega streaming yeah, service. Yeah, I'm I'm worried about it because like I I don't know. It's just it it it's annoying because HBO Max like besides some like interface issues and and stuff like that like it's a pretty fucking solid like app and like i i so the the idea is that it's gonna be like virtually the exact same it's just gonna be on their thing on the discovery plus and then it's just like an add-on i know i think it's just completely new i think it's just not gonna be the same i I think it's going to Uh be a new title like there's it's not gonna be discovery Plus. yeah that's i did hear that i did hear that they're they're folding into one streaming service and then that's going to be called uh-huh. something else it's not going to uh-huh. be you know discovery plus with hbo max it's not going to be that it's going to be you know a new thing entirely mm-hmm. merging yeah, i think them. i heard it's going to be like in like a year or so it'll be yeah it'll be like next um, summer or something yeah, yeah that's what they know, it's a shame it, it's still it was a young streaming service it was very like this is only like what two years old Something like that. I think. I think. I think they. I mean, they gotta. They gotta learn what they. What they failed at with HBO Max, uh-huh. and they gotta apply that to to this. I, I. I like the content on HBO Max and the. The yeah. you know the things that they had to offer, but at the end of the day, you know the the viewership wasn't there. Um, you know they they mm. needed to really kind of lock down on that because like that's why AT and T sold it because they did that stupid 2021 thing. And then they were like, Oh wow, this cost us so much money. Right, yeah. They lost so, out on a whole ton they, of money because they, they were putting yeah. theatrical movies on there. And then you saw people churning and they're just like, all right, let me sign up, pay the $15, which, which is what it would cost you to buy one movie ticket and then watch suicide squad at my house with all my friends. So yeah, obviously people are just going to cancel it right after they watch that movie. They're going to sign up for a movie they want to watch. And then they're going to just fucking cancel it. And that's what everybody did in 2021. So, yeah, mm-hmm. obviously that didn't work out because they were probably seeing a spike with these movies and they have big viewership. And then it's just as soon as that movie goes off the platform, gone. All of them. Mm-hmm. So that's the problem. But, um, I mean, look, they I've, I've already felt I, I, HBO Max has definitely been like 
a better service overall than a lot. Yeah. I feel like I'm and, I I mean, myself all always over there. Services have been taking a hit lately. I feel like so. Yeah, because I think now it's like mm. the you know that 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 uh, that kind of phase. There's of like, kind of a ooh. bubble bursting right now, especially Absolutely. with like the amount of money that these services are are putting into making like movie level content on their own. It's and hard. It's like you physically cannot make that the same kind of money back. No. Like, and Especially, it's all so secret and hush hush about this stuff. Like, we like how much money does like is made off of something like Stranger Things? Like, each one of those episodes had to have been like an absurd amount of money being right. put into it. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, but with Stranger Things, it's like okay, that's your flagship series, fine. Mm-hmm. But like with like the Gray Man, that's a two hundred million dollar one off right. thing that like nobody else is going to sign up for because it's the like like who's going to sign up for that that didn't yeah nobody's have signing up for yeah nobody's doing no that. nobody's doing that and that's where they get their money that's mm-hmm. how they want their money so and that that was where disney plus fucked up with with the premiere thing with the with the the, mm-hmm. the, the you know when they charge people to watch the movie that's why black yeah. widow that's why she was able to sue them was because mm-hmm. if they had just made black widow free to watch scarlett johansson has no ground to stand on because oh you can't prove that they signed up for this mm-hmm. but because they put a price tag on it they can literally have they have data to show oh this is how much money the movie made on disney plus and this is how much money we lost from the theatrical version. You know, it's like, it, it's interesting because then Scarlett Johansson saw how much money Black Widow made on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, wow, I'm missing out on a big piece of cake there. Mm-hmm. Like that you guys are now just stripping away from me. This wasn't in my contract because this is an unprecedented thing mm-hmm. that's happening. So she sued the fuck out of him and she won. So now you didn't see anybody doing that Premiere Plus bullshit. <laughs> yeah. That was done after that. You know, it's like. And they worked it out with The Rock for the, that movie that came out for $30. So they were they were like, they learned from the... Or I think maybe even they didn't. I think they just probably paid out Dwayne Johnson when they made mm-hmm. that decision, which is fucked up because then Scarlett Johansson had to fight so hard for it um, and publicly dragged Disney a lot, um, mm-hmm. which, I mean, they totally deserved it. But, you know, it's 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 crazy. That's, that, that, that's kind of wearing off of like, yeah, let's pay $200 million for The Gray Man and then... Dune costs 165, and Dune looks like leagues ahead better than fucking the Gray Man. And it's because they're paying, yeah. they're paying Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans like millions of dollars to be on the Netflix movie. So that era is going away, and that's why theatrical is going to stick around. We didn't know for sure, but it's it's still here. And I think that's a beautiful segue into this summer movie season that we had. Yeah. I mean, look, man, we're just about at the end of it here. And uh, yeah, we had some ups, we had some downs, and we're going to talk all about it. Um, So William, what were some of your favorite films of the summer? And if you care to, um, you know, if some of your favorites weren't discussed on the podcast yet, we can, we can dive into it a little bit. So go ahead and sound off on some of your favorites. We're starting from, from what you said? From from May. May. You don't, you don't, you could just tip, you could pick, pick like, you know, five or something just to rattle off. Um, from like the beginning, I feel like Doctor Strange was kind of like the start of summer. Okay. okay. The summer movie season. I know people right. are. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we can we can go into like some of the some of the, some of the best of the summer. Um, okay. Well, let's see. Going I, well, way back. Well, I'll, I'll throw out first? a couple. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'll throw out a couple titles. Um, so I would definitely say for me, uh, the movie that I actually think I saw the most. Uh, this summer was um, was Nope. I think I saw that three times. Oh yeah. I don't think I saw That's another nice. movie. I want to see it again. Theaters. 
I think I, yeah, what else did I see in theaters a lot? Just Nope. Yeah, I saw Nope three times in theaters. I really liked that one. That's a recent one, so it's kind of a recency thing. Um, but I, I really liked Nope. I mean, I'm, we'll, we'll talk a lot about that, I'm sure. Um, I would say, uh, I mean, we, we discussed at length about, uh, I think we did an episode on Top Gun. Um, that one was yeah, excellent. Yeah. Um, thought that was really good. Uh, indie film, Marcel the Shell, that, with oh, shoes on. Pretty good mm-hmm. stuff. I like that one. Um, uh, really liked Elvis. Elvis was great. I had fun with that. I I missed out on Elvis, and I think it is still playing technically. But it I is still playing, and I also own it on Vudu. So, and you have yeah. my fucking Vudu. I know you don't use oh, it. Oh, good. <laughs> but you can use it for that. Elvis is on my Vudu. Yeah, you and know. Then, uh, yeah, I think that's about <laughs> it. Those are some of my faves. I have like oh, yeah, was, was that four? I've one more. Uh, Cha Cha Real Smooth on Apple TV Plus. Watch that if you haven't. Very good movie. But go ahead, William. Um. A couple ones that you didn't mention. Uh, the Black Phone yep, was really good. fucking good. Um, I, w- I don't know when this came out exactly, but this was Sad. on Netflix, a movie called Incantation. Didn't see that. I don't know when that- exactly. I thought, I, I think it's new. I think it's pretty, hold on, let me look it up. Because uh, I saw like people talking about it and then... I immediately went to go watch it. It is a horror movie that came out. Um, hmm. Hold on. I, I have never heard of this. Went to a wiki page for the literal word incantation. The release date? Yeah. Not, no, no. The oh, last I see. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, yeah, there's a couple of. 2022. Oh, it came out in March. March. It came out in March. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah, technically yeah. doesn't count. But I watched it this summer, so I'm going to count. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was a, it's a Chinese, uh, found footage horror film. Uh, there you and go. it's, 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 it was very good. Um, spooky and the characters were, the main characters was pretty good. Uh, just a little thing. If you like horror movies and found footage stuff like I do, I'd say check <laughs> that out. Um, I saw a, uh, a foreign film at the, uh, New York Asian Film Festival called Shin Ultraman, which, as a Ultraman fan, that was a big deal. It was really good. Uh, that was the American premiere of the film. It, I think it opened a couple months ago in Japan, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it doesn't have like a wider release date yet. That was like one of the only showings in North America. I think they did one more show like a couple days later. But yeah, that was cool. The director was there. Uh, oh. It's you know a you know giant monster, giant alien guy beating the crap out yeah. of people based on the old <laughs> franchise of Ultraman from Japan. It's been around since like the sixties and this is kind of like a new remake thing. And it was really good. Nice. Uh, and I mean, pray. Yeah. Pray is great. Uh, and uh, bullet train was pretty good too. I like bullet. Train. Yeah. I like bullet train as well. Bullet train was a fun mm-hmm. time. Yeah. 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 We, we can die. Yeah, those those, those were bit, some, yeah. Those were some good. Uh, I will say, yeah, this this whole year, by the way, just in general, has just been pretty yes. solid with movies. Like, Agreed. Uh, yeah, I I've, I feel like I've never noticed like a year in particular that like I've seen enough movies from the year to be like, oh my god, yeah, this this is solid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think like I mean, there yeah, there have been like a couple of like really good like Oscar years, but yeah, no, this mm-hmm. this like so far like year round, it's been pretty fucking great like mm-hmm. I, I i think like um you know even stuff that like 
like fucking like Top Gun, which is like, yeah, it's like a whatever action movie. And then it's like just it elevated to like greatness. Yeah. And it's like really good. Um, and then like something like Nope, where it's like, yeah, it's like, uh, you know, I mean, spoilers for that. But like that movie took a I was not expecting that movie to be about that. Like and I was yes. like, yeah, I was too. like, oh, like waiting for the aliens. And then I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this concept of like the UFO is the animal. I've never seen that before. That's mm-hmm. so interesting. Um, and I was really into that and I, I, I fucking love that movie. And like, mm-hmm. that's the only movie that I felt compelled enough to be like, and I, you know, I didn't like immediately love it. Like I was like, yeah, like, you know, get out and us are like, obviously the league's better, but this was pretty good. And then I, you know, I kept thinking about it and I went back to it. Um, I think I, I worked at like a different location for my, for the, the, the job I work at, I worked at a different location that was kind of further away. And on my drive back, I was passing by Portchester, and I'm like, I'm gonna go mm-hmm. watch that fucking IMAX while I still can. Oh, and yeah, then, I saw it in I saw it in the Dolby. Theater. Yeah, I started with and the that shit like was crazy. I know. I started with the uh, with the with the BTX, which is like you mm-hmm. know our local Dolby. Um, mm-hmm. You know, ar- around here, not to you know give our information out, but like. <laughs> You know, I started with that, and I was like, that was really good. And then, like, you know, I, I was like, let me go and fucking, let me see what he does with the IMAX and that. And then I watched it, and I'm like, ah, oh, well, that's pretty wild. And, uh, you know, I was blown away. And then some dude in the theater was vaping. And at first, I was really mad about it. He was right in front of me. Uh, at first, he was, like, vaping. He was, so he's vaping and, like, blowing up the little, like, the vapor into the air. Um, and I started really getting into it. Like, with the, with the, with the vape going, I was like... <laughs> You know, there's like the you know the shots of like the UFOs, like the full screen fucking IMAX, the UFO. And you just see the smoke. It's like almost like a, like a 4D. You're in a 4D. I, it was, yeah, it was wild. <laughs> I, got, I got scared. Like the, the part where I, I remember vividly, like the part where um, the part where uh, OJ is um when he goes after the to he goes to Jupiter's claim after they've all been fucking oh, eaten. Yeah. And then he sees the horse just like standing there's like, come on, come on, come on, and then like the fucking UFOs flying around. And then it's just like, you know, circling around the whole thing. And then when it flies in the UFO, literally so, the, the, the guy, the guy blew up. the fucking smoke up and I like jumped back. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> it felt like the, it felt like it was coming at me. It was fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, that's one that I've just been like, I need to show people this. This is really good. Um, then that, that one time I just went by myself because I'm like, I need mm-hmm. to go in IMAX. Um, and then, yeah, I've, I've just been constantly thinking about that, revisiting it. I'm definitely going to buy it and like just. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, 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 I'm I going to buy all of his movies. Like I, I went and I bought The Northman at oh, Best nice. Buy because for some reason, Amazon was like, it was like, it'll ship in two months. And I was like, why? OK, so then I was like, <laughs> I'm going to go there and then I'm going to see if they have Get Out and Up. Or up, I say up oh, for some reason. Different movie. <laughs> I mean us, us. Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, like uh, Get Out was like seven bucks. So I was like perfect. Oh, sweet, yeah. <laughs> Get so Out I is I. That. Get Out is I think like a perfect movie. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta. Re- I haven't seen it since theaters when we went together wow. like ages ago. That had to have been like what 2016 or something. Yeah, no, that came yeah. out in 2017. Yeah, 2017. Okay. Yeah, that movie yeah. is so like well constructed. Uh, I'm looking forward to rewatching those. Um, yeah, but yeah, Nope was. Listen, I'm a huge like alien like nerd. Like I love, yeah, aliens. Just like all the lore about all like the you know abductions and stuff. It's kind of part partially why we made the film Abductee on our YouTube. <laughs> yeah, very funny. Yeah, My girlfriend just, we love all that. <laughs> My girlfriend was like. Uh, 
the UFO in this kind of looks like the abductee thing. I'm like, yeah, oh, that's kind of funny. I was like, I was like, that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it does. Continue. One second, I gotta let my cat inside the my room. Oh Christ. <laughs> um, yeah, no, nope was really cool. I loved the. What did you think of the Gordy stuff? If you're back, I I really I really like the Gordy stuff. I, yeah. I like I know a lot of people like I don't get it, and I'm like, well, the yeah. whole point of the movie is like. It, like it's an animal and animals yeah. have their ticks and they're like, you can't fully trust like a wild animal <laughs> that, yeah, that exactly. has the ability to murder you. Right. Uh, because you might do something that'll set it off and like, you might not even know what that thing is. Uh, and mm-hmm. I, I really like the way that this movie's all about spectacle and kind of abusing things for spectacle. Right. Like in the film industry, you have the animals that they work with and you need to know how to. You need to have someone who knows what they're doing, handling them like, yeah, you know, like in the beginning, OJ's, you know, working with the horse and like he says, yeah, don't do this, don't do that. And then immediately they just they they, you know, put a big camera right in in front of the the horse's face and it's like at the reflector thing. Mm Uh, and it sees itself and it freaks out and, you know, like that could have hurt someone. And <laughs> like, that's just that's the whole theme of the, the movie is now you have the guy. Uh, um, Steven Jung's character is, yep. you know, he's going through the, the trauma of what he experienced on the Gordy's home home thing. And he believed that, you know, he had a, a connection with Gordy even in those last moments. And I, I was talking to a, a mutual friend of ours <laughs> uh, and and they said, like, the only reason why the, the monkey didn't freak out was because the there was uh the cloth was over its face, so it, he right. wasn't cynically looking directly in his eyes. So like yeah, yeah, I, I'd like never even thought of that because the whole thing is like oh don't look at them in the eye it'll freak him out and then like the the monkey doesn't ever look at him directly in the right. eyes, so he and he's I, calm I, yeah. he doesn't freak out because and, and so there's this false notion that Stephen Yeun's character has. Cool. Is that like, oh, we had a special connection. I'm just like really good with these animals. Like he was never going to hurt me. So this giant alien monster, <laughs> it's like, we're cool. Like I know what to do. And then, you know, guess what? They all look up at it and then it eats them. Right. So it, yeah, I, I like that shit. It was, <laughs> it was cool. Good. It was really cool. And I, I, and I love the, we, we, we talked about this on the, galaxy film it's like if that had gone on if they had fist bumped or like that had gone on for like another like couple of seconds i think gordy would have fucking killed him yeah he probably would yeah yeah it's, it's, and it's I, I just love that like he's like oh i still like he remembered me like he mm-hmm. i meant something it's like no you got shot in the fucking face yeah it's crazy and uh you know people overlook like oh oh my god why was the shoe standing upright and like they I know. don't know i don't know they don't have any like like media literacy or something like, you know, some people, you know, I'm being mean, I'm joking, but <laughs> like, you know, the whole thing that they bring up in the movie is like, you know, what, you know, what do you call a bad miracle? What are right. these things that have such a crazy odd chance of happening? Like it ends up happening to you. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, it's like, um, OJ's father just so happened to be in that exact spot to get hit with the coin in the head. You know, if right. he was literally anywhere yeah. else, if he was anywhere else, he would be alive. But mm-hmm. he wasn't. He was right there. And that's why the whole thing with the shoe is like out of this chaos, this miraculous thing happens that should never have happened. And that's kind of like the odds of encountering a giant alien monster that, <laughs> that floats over your house. What are the odds of something like that happening? 
Right. Uh, and yeah, I, I, that's, I, it, you know, what's really interesting. Like, you know, like I went into the movie and I wasn't expecting that twist about the UFO, but then I, I no. remembered back to the very first poster when it was, it was, you know, just the title and then the cloud with the, um, uh, the flag sticking, thing, out, of sticking the, out of it. And it reminded me cause I had, I was recently listening to these, this podcasts about like, like cryptozoology stuff about like, people who claim to see like Bigfoot and stuff like like hearing all those stories and shit, all the weird wacky accounts that people have, you know, allegedly encountered things. And one of the things that was one of my, one of the most interesting things that would come up a lot in the podcast was this idea of these atmospheric monsters. And like the guy, the hosts would like sometimes speculate, Oh, what if UFOs are atmospheric beings like they're not actually from space they're like they literally live in the atmosphere uh and because there's these weird accounts of like this thing that looks kind of like a ufo coming down and like attacking someone and then leaving or like something like that and i was like huh i wonder because it's it looks like it's a cloud that's alive like it's gonna eat someone and that's what the whole deal is and i completely forgot about that so i go into this movie especially because the trailer the first one it, you know, it, freak, it, it, it fakes you out and, into thinking like, oh, there's just straight up aliens like that is a flying saucer that, you know, has aliens inside of it because there's the shot of the kids in the costume. But you don't yes. know it's kids in the costume because the way it's shot, it makes it look like, oh, shit, that's like a real alien. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm watching the movie and then the alien scene happens and it turns out they're just costumes. And I'm like, oh, OK, I wonder what. Where do we go from here? Are we going to see the real aliens? And as soon as he says, like. What if it's not a ship? I went, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, wait a minute. And I also just listened to like a recent episode of a podcast that was talking about Jaws, and I'm like, wait a minute. Like this is yep. very much this is Sky Jaws. Like literally, this is how yeah. the movie has been structured and everything. Like you even have like a uh, a character that's just like the 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 guy who's trying to hunt Jaws. Yeah, the, I yeah, the, the name, director the, Quint. The, Quint. Yeah, yeah, from, Quint, from that Jaws, guy. Yeah. Yeah, like he, like it's obviously homaging Jaws, and the whole thing with Jaws too is that it's about making a spectacle out of an animal, and obviously mm-hmm. in that movie it was mostly an animatronic. Though they did have some scenes where they did use a real great white shark with like a miniature cage. Uh, and what was the impact that that movie had? Like people were terrified of, became overly terrified of sharks to the point that like that's involved now with like the overfishing of sharks and like the, all the harm that has come from this movie, trying to make a spectacle out of a real life animal. And I like, this is, it's not just homaging jaws to homage jaws to, you know, like to make a reference to it. Like it's thematically trying to say something about jaws. And I'm like, it's so genius the ways that they, like, it's a very unique topic. And that's what I really like about, Jordan Peele and his films is that he approaches these ideas in such a unique and interesting way and and to then wrap it up into a very interesting fun horror movie is is just it's awesome it's stellar and I cannot wait to see what else he comes up with oh yeah definitely mm-hmm. um and my my favorite scene is just when like after OJ like leaves like after he just encountered the the UF, the the uh, what's Jean Jacket again, and then he leaves mm-hmm. to go back to the house, and then Jean Jacket is 
devoured all of these people and you could still hear them screaming from the inside yeah. and like hearing that in the dolby just like all of a sudden over your head you hear screaming and you know what they're going through you saw like what it's like to be inside the belly of that thing and it's just so disturbing like it's not like a horror movie in like the way that us was where that's like a slasher and it's like ooh jump scare i'm gonna stab you and you know it's it's just disturbing in this like if like that is the worst way to die is like being in that claustrophobic space and the horror of not if like from oj's perspective he doesn't know what it looks like to be in there but he can just hear the screaming so he, they, he knows that it's horrible and obviously you know the visual with the blood rain uh, it's just so cool <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's awesome yeah. um speaking of blood um oh i can go one of two ways here i was gonna go to bullet train but i can go to mm -hmm. prey i don't know we'll say, let's mm. do bullet train i feel like there's less to yeah. say about bullet train yeah. <laughs> um yeah it's a fun time yeah it was good it, yeah. it was good um, I like. I will watch a prequel movie about uh, Lemon and Tangerine. Oh yeah, yeah. I would. I, I would them. totally, totally do that because they were they, so were, they were very good. Yeah, Aaron Taylor Johnson was good, yep. as well as um, Brian, uh, Tyree, Brian Henry. Tyree Henry. Yeah, he was also very good. Um, yeah, everybody's charming and and it, the action's fun. It's got that feel of like a Deadpool movie because it was directed by the same guys who did Deadpool. Yeah, David too. Leach and uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. It's like, and and if you, all the cameos and stuff, I was ex yeah, not was expecting fun. that. It's funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a it's you know, it's a good, I, th I think yeah, it gets a little convol convoluted. It is but, um, it is a tad convoluted. Um, yeah. and yeah. though I, I still can't believe that they're that Sony is is I, I so when they announced, oh, we're gonna make an El Morto movie based off uh, of yeah. a Spider Man character that is in one issue of a comic and then immediately forgotten about. And that was like 10 years ago. Uh, and they're going to make a whole movie about this character because um, the, the Bad Bunny was it apparently is. tested so well in his role of, in Bullet Train that they're going to give him a whole movie starring this uber obscure character. Uh, and I'm like, he's I, not I, I, yeah, he's in it for like, like five minutes. Like he gets like a whole scene dedicated to himself. Yeah. And then that's it. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's it. OK, I thought he was going to be like in it the whole way through to like really prove his chops but i'm like okay yeah. i can see why aaron Still taylor weird. johnson got a job off of this yeah yeah right but why maybe he's not even yeah now, but yeah yeah exactly yeah it was really weird but yeah otherwise film's super entertaining i mean yeah. I, like th that's it's one of the, it's just like it's like a more pulpy like john wick like because john wick takes itself very seriously i feel like well not too seriously but it's got the john wick vibes while also being like I said some, uh, somebody said like oh it's kind of like a Kingsman type vibe. No, I, I, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's like, a Kingsman like type vibe. Closer to Kingsman than, than Tarantino kind of yeah. vibe too. A lot of a lot of talking, a lot of mm -hmm. going back and forth all over the place. Uh, you know, crazy editing like a Tarantino mm -hmm. movie. Um, wild, you know, action scenes. It's mm -hmm. it's it's a good time. Recommend some twists and turns. Yeah. yeah, some fun cameos. It's it's you know a solid action movie. You like, will enjoy it's a movie that I would it, watch again. A good late summer. It's probably the last like solid movie of the summer. I feel like mm -hmm. you know you you watch it. You're like, oh yeah, that'll play through the whole month of August, and then uh, and then we'll we'll you know that that that's it. It it, it makes some money, comes out, people like it, and then uh, it kind of leaves. It doesn't really, you know, it's one of those. I don't think it's not getting nominated for any Oscars. I don't think it's breaking any box yeah, office no. records. But it's it's fun. It's solid. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, yeah but you um... know. 
Then we got Prey. We got Prey, which Predator. kind of it reinvigorated my my love for <laughs> that franchise. Uh, nice. So yeah, because like when I was a kid, I grew up watching like Alien and Predator movies. I remember when the first uh, Alien vs Predator came out. Like I was like begged my mom, like I want to go see that, and she's like, "You can't, absolutely cannot go see that movie." <laughs> and I was like, "Damn it!" And like I just realized the movie came out in '04. I had to have yeah. been like at least five years old, and I had already seen <laughs> like the Alien and Predator movies. So yeah, I, it's kind of crazy thinking about it now. <laughs> like I was very young watching that stuff. Uh, so Prey is basically the perfect Predator sequel. Like, this is just what they should have been doing for a very long time. Um, I, I actually, I think that, like, Predator 2 and Predators are both fantastic. Uh, but obviously, The Predator, which I remember me and you watched together in theaters. That was... That newer one? Yeah, that was... That was fucking hot garbage. I, that was one of the first movies I, I, like, I was watching in theaters going like, wow, this is really bad. Like, as I'm watching it, I'm like, this is, like, atrocious. I like that one better I, than this one, I think, though. Really? <laughs> you're not fucking with, you're fucking with me? You, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah of course. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Prey, really good. It, it just takes the premise and a, a predator shows up. But like what they did different is the time period and they made it more focused on like one single character. And the context of that time period and how that changes the dynamic is just really interesting. I, I mean, what else is there? Like, like the action's fantastic. The the main character's written really well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's just a really <laughs> solid movie that like it's really strange that it's on. Um, that it's on Hulu and not like an actual movie that's been released. It should released. be. Yeah, it should I, like have been this... in theaters. This would have been like yeah. a big movie, I think. I think this would have done really well, especially when you see like all the headlines of like it's Hulu's biggest movie ever. It's yeah. um cuz I think this I think I think um like overseas there is no like like there might be Hulu overseas, however, um it's it, it premieres on Disney Plus. There's like a star like oh, tab. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. Like, yeah. For adults. So Prey premiered on that overseas and it's the biggest like original film debut on disney plus overseas so that's really significant um especially when you see like all of the original content that disney plus puts out mm -hmm. um like that's their biggest opening on uh you know that's that's fucking wild that's bigger than turning red um yeah. you know uh fucking all these luca soul all of these disney plus movies oh. that have come out overseas though i don't know about here oh well here it didn't premiere on disney plus that's right um mm -hmm. but it, it's but still I mean, being the biggest opening for a hulu for hulu i mean hulu's insane. no you know hulu's not really much of anything but like this is this is significant yeah i but mean for like, them that means they're going to be making more predator stuff <laughs> very likely uh, um, and and hopefully that I, I hope that their alien tv show that they're doing right now is going to be good too yeah um yeah i i I'm glad because I think this is a franchise that has a lot of room to explore so many other ideas. Uh, I, I missed this part, but apparently there is a not an after credits scene, but it's like they show something in the credits. Like there's like this uh, cave art shows up right, of like yeah. more of the predator ships coming down. 
because it is so just a, a minor spoiler there is a certain thing in prey that shows up in it that is a reference directly to something from predator 2 and it goes yes. oh you're like oh okay they're finally exploring that whole thing that was set up back then but in a very natural way it's not like like it, it doesn't take up like the whole movie of like oh well look at this easter egg it's just like at the end they're like oh that's what this was Right. Um, but there's still a lot that they can explore in between these two movies and how that thing ends up in Predator 2. Um, right. So they could do like just a straight up direct sequel to this movie with the same like main character, which I that w- I would be totally down for. Uh, and I besides that, I would love for them to do more things like in different time periods, like. Let's yeah. watch like Spartans fight a predator. Let's let's watch samurais fight a predator. Let, like literally, mm-hmm. like that's just that, that's a formula that you could really just go on for for a very long time. Uh, and something that I learned about today actually was they've been trying to push for another Alien versus Predator thing for a while. Apparently, the Predator was gonna have like an alien setup in that too. Thankfully I think I remember hearing that. Yeah. yeah. It was wasn't going to make any sense either. Apparently, it was going to be sure. like, yeah, I, like it was supposed to be that like at the end, like the container that they have was it was going to have like, it was going to be ambiguous as to whether it was like, like Ellen Ripley was going to be oh in there or someone else. Like with it was like really stupid. It was like that doesn't make any sense with the timeline like at all. Like that's supposed to be like two hundred right. years in the future. Like why? Yeah. <laughs> but it was supposed to be really dumb. Uh, but that, that was the idea was they were going to try to build up for that. And they've been because the first Alien vs. Predator was a success. Uh, the second one wasn't, but that's because it was atrocious. So they like they wanted to try to get that that hype again for something like that. And I think mm-hmm. between this and then if the new Alien show is good, I would love a new like what they could do is because now they know, OK, there are there is interest for this franchise. Let's do the things continuing like the Prey saga. And like other things like that, we keep that on Hulu. Um, and then it's like, oh, if you want to do a big event film, like a crossover like that, another one, put that in theaters. That's what I think they should do if they want to keep like I would totally, you know, watch all of these in theaters. I don't care. Right. But for them, if they want to have like their audience that, you know, to give them a reason to be subscribed to to Hulu, that could be something. Um Yeah. I mean, it's all very interesting, especially because, Mm -hmm. like, I mean, it sucks that, like, like, like we've been talking about, this hasn't been released in theaters, but, like, it's, it's crazy because, like, all of the 20th century studios, which is what it's called now, Mm -hmm. 20th century studios movies are being shunted onto Hulu, and a lot of them are really fucking good. Like, I've, I've been watching Mm -hmm. them on Hulu. I mean, there's a movie, um, that movie Fresh with uh, Sebastian Stan as a cannibal. Fantastic. So oh, oh yeah okay that's a great movie um i really that's like one that's been like sticking around in my head that movie um that one's great uh there's another movie that came out called not okay that one's fucking awesome oh, yeah. okay i, I really that liked that the... um and then and then pray and it's like and, and 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 but like pray i think um while it's i don't think it's my favorite of the 20th century you know mm-hmm. hulu releases i do think it's up there and especially i do especially think it's the most like theatrical i think it should have been released in theaters and i hope that they take this success and they say okay let's give it a bigger budget and let's go theatrical with the next one mm-hmm. because yeah. especially if they look at these streaming numbers and they're like this would have made 
X amount of money opening weekend. Mm-hmm. And if it's big, they'll be like, fuck yeah, let's do it again. Because like the audiences these days, we don't care about, you know, how many effects are in the movie. We want to see a good movie. If yeah. you come out, if you come out with that rotten tomato, Prey came out and it got like a 96 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if, if even if the pre-sale tickets weren't doing that great, if audiences had seen yeah, word of mouth will spread. Yes. On that. Ex- Top Gun beautiful example you know that movie would have fizzled out you know not quickly but it wouldn't have made as much money as it has and is still making if it was not great um the fact that it's a good movie is what's keeping it around not the effects and the set pieces and all this bullshit Mm -hmm. it's that it's a good movie and people like it and people want to go back to it and same thing with elvis elvis has been sticking around really well too um Mm -hmm. and then you're seeing you know not to throw shade but you're seeing the other movies kind of make money make a big big splash and then they tamper off immediately mm-hmm. immediately like next weekend 70 yeah plunge. all the fans watched it the one time and yes. then that's it and then yeah. the rest of them were like yeah no this was okay and then or, or it was just bad like and then they just mm-hmm. go about their life they don't they don't talk about it they don't watch it but with something like prey if that had come out and gotten a 97 or whatever it got and then people were like, oh, fuck, it's good. Maybe we should go this weekend. You know, there's nothing out. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah. And then they would... And I feel like against, you know, what's out right now? Just Bullet Train. And I guess, Bullet like, nope, same thing. Same nope thing is Bullet still kind of out, but that's been out for several weeks. That's so, already... For several weeks, yeah. Bullet Train, if that had come out and made... Or if that had come out and, like, the, the reviews were better, because that movie has, like, a 55 or something, which I think is too low, but mm-hmm. um, if that had come out and gotten, like, a 90-something, whatever, that would have fucking made $50 million. Mm-hmm. And it made 30 and that's just that's just off the star power of everybody alone. Mm-hmm. I think that movie would have made thirty pretty much regardless if it was like a seventeen or a or or a, you know or a fifty like it was. If if that movie was any lower, I think it still would have like made thirty. Like I feel like that's like a pretty solid number for that movie regardless of reviews. But if it had been like a you know if it had if if it had the reviews of a Tarantino movie as well as the vibe of a Tarantino movie, I think they would have been like. Yeah, fifty, sixty million dollars, easy. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Prey. Like, if, if that had come out in theaters, I think it would have been something like a fifty, sixty million dollar. The reason the Predator failed was not because people don't care about the Predator; it's because it was it's shit. Because movie. it was garbage. Yeah. Yes, that movie <laughs> came out and made twenty million dollars, yeah. and because it was shit, and that's what deterred them and made them scared to release Prey in theaters, was because the last one wasn't a bomb. And yeah. it's like, no, and we yeah, just want to see a they really, they don't, Well, I don't... How, how well did uh, Predators do? That's a good question. Oh, I didn't see that Predators, movie, I don't know. It's it That okay. was a really good one. It's, it, I that was it's okay. I, I actually I started watching it, and then I forgot that we were going to record today. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, that's right. So, I, like, my friend is... I think he probably... Yeah, I think he's still watching it. I could hear it. <laughs> but because I started watching it with him. He's like, oh, I'll just finish it. I was like, okay. Uh, but yeah, that's a fantastic movie. I... I, I like, I, I'm just like it's a franchise that really isn't like that bad like it's not full of like horrible movies except for like you could probably argue like the alien versus predator movies okay yeah predators uh, even, did horrible yeah. predators did yeah that's what horrible. i thought i heard that so that one it, didn't do i good. can't believe how bad it did actually um it made less than the new one the the predator 2018 yeah. it made less than that um which is sad because so, again that, that is a really good movie right and i haven't seen it but again word of mouth if that had come out and done really well or, or if that had mm-hmm. come out and um Let's say because I think that movie just was doomed to fail because of the Alien versus Predator. 
Yeah, because yeah, Requiem, Requiem is like atrocious. So they were so. probably like, this is going to be another like, you know, bullshit fucking yeah. garbage movie. And then it was good. And then if 2018 Predator came out and just been fantastic, I think that would have been a different story. It, yeah, so, it definitely wouldn't have been as yeah, bad. So maybe, maybe Prey would have also been doomed. I mean, it's, it's another one of those Batgirl things yeah. where it's like, it sucks that we'll never know. Like, it's like, I wonder how Prey would have done in the box mm-hmm. office. It's interesting to think about. But um, I don't know, man. But Prey was really good. I had fun with it as well. Um, I thought it was, uh, you know, it doesn't. It, I, I've been having this these thoughts lately about like runtime in with movies. Like I'm like, oh, this movie's mm-hmm. too long. This movie's too yeah. short. This movie, this was the perfect runtime for yes. this movie. I thought yes. I thought it didn't overstay its welcome. It was kind of in and out it didn't have any bullshit like storylines going on it was a straight simple story and it was really well done um so i i think that's i think that's becoming more and more crucial with the theatrical releases is is um you know i feel like if a movie's too long you're not going to sit and watch it i feel like i feel like that's kind of audience behavior is changing um so i think with something like this to get them kind of like not in and out, but like you, you fill them up with a good, satisfying story that's kind of yeah. Lean. Keep it simple. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it simple. Keep the runtime, you know, a reasonable as well as like if it fits the story and it fits the movie, then have it give it that runtime. Like some recent examples, I think like I thought like um, Top Gun had a perfect runtime. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like really well done. I despite Elvis being really long, I thought that was pretty well done. Um, Stuff this like might that. be a, a controversial opinion. I do think Nope was a little bit too long. I remember I feeling it in the in the third act. I felt like eh, this yeah. could have been just yeah, like, that was shave a one. couple minutes out. Yeah, it's interesting that like you know we're thinking about that now. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But like yeah, yeah, there's like a couple of movies like that where it's like yeah, this feels a little long. I mean like I'm, I I don't like Thor, but like Thor uh, was, <sighs> Thor ended up being like we kind of a lean two hour movie. Yeah, Thor. <laughs> That's his saving grace is that Thor ends kind of short, fairly yeah. quickly because the whole f- I just a little tirade about that. Yeah, the first half of that movie I I just think is like hot garbage. <laughs> I think it, it picks half? up a yeah. I well I think it picks up a little <laughs> bit. It picks up, it becomes more watchable like after they leave the god city. Yes, like after they leave there, there's like a good like heart to heart moment with with Thor and Jane, and then you have the big good uh, uh, gore. Uh, yeah. confrontation scene there's a pretty like sick fight yeah, on his way, like little yeah. planet uh and then you know it kind of stumbles a little bit after that again but you know mm-hmm. it, it was at least watchable after the first half of that movie is just we were talking with with you know uh, uh someone who was a, a brief guest on our podcast one time uh devin and he was yes. like well it looks bad on purpose no and I'm like in isolation like maybe but when you look at it in context of like the rest of the MCU right now, that was not on purpose. It no. looks that bad because they don't know how to use the the uh, what's it called the Starcraft technology for the uh, stagecraft. Yeah, stagecraft. The, stagecraft. Yeah, Eric's, Eric's living room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They they don't know they don't know <laughs> they don't know how to properly use that technology because it was rushed because. Marvel doesn't let people plan things out when they make no. movies. Uh, so that's why that whole first half of the movie, I feel like it's somehow worse than a green screen. Like, like if I go back and I watch um, 
like Attack of the Clones, which has you know really mid CG for today's standards. Yes. You yeah. know, and they're all on green screens. I never feel like I can physically see that they're standing in front of a wall. It's just mid CG, you know. In this, I feel like they it, they are standing in front of a wall. Like I, I don't know if you you felt that like spatial awareness of well, like, I felt that with like the Disney Plus shows as well. Like it's well, like they, I feel they, like Mandalorian did, is well, no, is yes, perfect. well, Mandalorian is the exception, but like yeah. the rest of them have that where it's like you know I I can't remember the uh, what was the show that I like Boba did Fett Loki, has that. Did, oh yeah, Boba Fett, has that. Boba Fett looks like that absolutely. Obi Wan looks Fett. like that. Except um, for the episodes of The Mandalorian in Boba Fett. <laughs> which is so weird. Yeah, yeah, it's so strange. Because you have people that are kind of, you know, well-versed in that technology, so some episodes yeah. are better than others, and it's weird because, I like... Mean, the Batman looks gorgeous, too, and that used it. Right. It's all about your DP. That's what it's all about. And yeah, and how much time you're given. That, too. And too. yeah, and it just it doesn't work as a part of the Marvel machine. And then they because they're thinking of it like, oh, wow, we could do all this with this tech now. And like, let's rush it. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like, this isn't about like saving more and more time constantly. Like, this is a tool to make things look better. So, you yeah, give it more time. You have to plan that out. And they refuse to do it. And there's just some ugly backgrounds in that movie, too, that are just overly noisy. The jokes are bad, man. Like a lot of like the jokes are not that funny. Uh, There's a couple. I like the 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 jealous um, uh, Stormbreaker. That was uh, funny. Yeah. Joke like where it it shows up in the corner. I thought that was funny. But But then they just keep going. That's my problem. They do the do the goat thing once. Do the goat thing one time. And then and even okay, that was done. too much. That joke sucks. It's a bad. Well, no, I agree with you. But like, but it's like do it once. But then like my thing with the with the hammer thing, for example, is it's like you know he's he's like pouring beer on it, like fondling it. It's like all right, like this is stupid now. Yeah, like, this is dumb. Like it's like and, they they go too far. And the storyline that it's based on is so good. Like I yes. recommend you read Gore the God Butcher from like Thor. It is so good that book is awesome and it's an epic tale like it takes itself seriously i'm sure there's humor in it but it takes itself very seriously throughout the whole thing and it goes into like the ideology that gore has and this movie apparently i mean apparently taika watiti has admitted like he's never read like any thor like right and it it shows that he just read like a wikipedia article maybe watched one five minute video and then banged out this script because none of the gravitas that is, is that should be there is there it's it's so flat and they took a, a serious epic storyline that should have had a tone more like the first thor and they turned it into whatever this is this like a, a comedy sketch on like SNL is what it looks like and, and that's to me like like it's insulting it's like they had to reach that quota of all right put enough familiar stuff from the comics into it so the fans will be happy and and that's it like no actual appreciation for the source material and this is another thing i just finished watching yesterday uh which i recommend uh the sandman is on netflix that is a fantastic example of how you adapt source material respectfully and it also looks gorgeous and like the 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 set design and the CG looks incredible and that's based on a comic book and they had uh, uh Neil Gaiman 
who's the writer of the original comic from the 80s, he, like, wrote the script for this show and worked very heavily as, like, a producer, and it's perfect. And, like, it just, just a complete, like, night and day difference between these two projects. And it's, like, if you just leaned into the source material that's already critically acclaimed, you're gonna get a critically acclaimed movie. You're gonna get something good. Like, it's part of why I think, like, the like Watchmen, like, Zack Snyder's Watchmen is so good, because it's just a shot-for-shot shot remake of the comic. So, like, of course, <laughs> like, like... It, it you're copying something directly that's already fantastic. So yeah. you're going to get something that's pretty good. Um, yeah. So that, that's my, my Thor uh, rant. Because <laughs> that movie I, I thought was very disappointing. Yes, I did not like Thor very... I, like, actually, I was shocked by how much I actually yeah. didn't like it. And, and this and was ha- one that I was really looking forward to. <laughs> yeah, and it's wild how like quickly that movie has just exited. Yeah. Nobody talks about it anymore. I feel like that and, like, Jurassic World are, like, the two, like, kind of shitty movies of the summer that, like, kind of are so big and, like, did really well financially, but nobody talks about them. It's really weird. It's really fucking weird, especially when you look at, like, Jurassic World very close to a billion dollars. And, like, Mm -hmm. Thor just passed 700, and nobody's talking about it anymore. It's so weird. Mm -hmm. Um, I will be slightly optimistic here. I think, I hope, the Eric's living room thing, I hope that... (laughs) I hope that was just a temporary COVID thing because maybe because I think it's easier to do. I think it's, you know, probably cost efficient and it's, you can probably get less people in the room that way, things like that. Um, So I hope with theatrical, you know, Marvel releases or just any, you know, big studio movie that utilizes this technology, I would hope that um, we ditch that shit pretty soon because you know i think the wakanda forever looks pretty good i don't think yeah that looks good i don't think they did too much bullshit there with with that um but i think thor was just one of these productions where it was like almost kind of like immediately started off on a bad foot because it was like you know it's it's one of these things they shot in australia during like lockdown and it's like you know yeah yeah um, okay yeah that could contribute quite a lot to that I feel. hope so, because, you know, otherwise... I remember No Way Home kind of has that vibe, too, where I'm like, are these people right. even standing in the same room with each other? Right, and it's <laughs> like, like, they definitely aren't, you know? And, but at least that movie had, like, a really good story, good yeah. story and, and, and character work in that. For, so right. now I overlook that, and I go, well, that, that this, the real meat of it is pretty good. So yeah. that became the best movie of Phase 4 so far. Right, and yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll see the kind of forever, uh, and you know, yeah, like I, I watched, I watched, you know, Shin Ultraman, which has a budget of probably like, uh, it can't be over sixteen million or twenty million. Wow! And there's, there's a lot, like, because in the Japanese film industry is tiny; they don't have right. a population size to to make back that money. Um, so they have to work with like very little, and they, like. Obviously, if you if you take like the the detail of the CG models of the of the monsters and stuff and compare it to something from here, it's I mean it's not fair because we have like hundreds of millions of dollars here. But what they're so good at in Shin Ultraman is the way that they film it, like the framing and the cinematography is just on fire throughout the entire movie. 
when there's giant monsters on screen and when there's not. When it's just two people talking to each other, they put the camera on all these weird, interesting, like, unique positions to, like, tell you something about what you're supposed to feel during what's happening. You know, and it's very basic shit like that, that, like, you know, mise-en-scene using these, the space and the environment and, and the camera itself as a tool to make this, like, a visually interesting film. And then you watch, like, most Marvel productions and, you know, also, it's a superhero thing and they don't care about what they, where they put the camera. It, it's, like, again, like, Thor, uh, Love and Thunder looks like a SNL sketch. It, it looks does. sad. And, like, somebody just posted, like, a couple random little screenshots and, and, and pics of, or, uh, and clips from on, on Twitter of, like, the first Thor. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, perhaps I was, you know, too harsh to you. Like, what is that, the, the Thanos thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perhaps I treated <laughs> yeah. you too harshly. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, I agree. Oh, my God. Like, it's, this it's looks weird. way better. Like, what the hell? Well, because at the end of the day, what stands the test of time is the craft. You know, people, yeah. it's, it's about hiring talented directors. It's not mm-hmm. about you know, how much money was, was involved with the production because, yeah, obviously, mm-hmm. if, if you throw $300 million at it, it better look fucking good. Um, what matters is, you know, these these independent films that come out and are just on fire, and that's why they get gobbled up by the comic book people because they're like, well, yo, do mm-hmm. that, do that, yo, do that. And then, like, they do that, and then they're like, yo, we don't like this, throw money at it. And then that's when it becomes shit. So... Mm-hmm. That's the problem, you know. It's 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 really it's really weird because I don't know. We're entering into like a weird phase of like, you know, art versus and, the machine. And <laughs> I, that's like, why I, you know, I I do think that DC has a much better visual style, even if it's not like a consistent visual style. Like each movie, besides the Snyder ones, kind of has their own unique feel, and then the Snyder ones have their own unique feel to them, the right. way that they're shot and they look. But they all look pretty good, I, they I think. They let the directors like, I, work. Yeah, like, everything since Justice, like, after the, you know, that cut of Justice League, like, right. Aquaman, I think, is probably one of the best-looking, like, comic book movies, like, cinematography-wise, like, and, I, like, I, I think that's a gorgeous movie. Yeah. And, and the way that it does these epic, sprawling, almost like paintings, the same yep. way Zack Snyder kind of does it. Um, and then I think that the Suicide Squad looked great. Mm-hmm. I feel, I mean, the Batman, we don't even have to, like, it just stands for itself, like, how gorgeous right. that movie is. The Joker has great cinematography. Yeah. And, like, each one of those individually just, like, have better cinematography than, like, 90% of, like, like you can pick and choose, like, great shots from any random Marvel movie, but does it keep that quality throughout the whole thing? Mm-hmm. And for if if you tell me, if you look at me in the eyes and tell me, oh, well, you know, a movie doesn't have to look that good all the time, maybe not all the time, but, like, when I tell you I could pause any frame in the Batman and I could hang it up on my wall, I mean it. <laughs> like, that movie looks gorgeous through and through. If that's possible, then why can't we make Marvel movies look half as good as that? Like, yeah. throughout the runtime. Why is it only during a specific spectacle scenes? Why can't it be when just two people are talking to each other. Why can't it be, like, beginning to end looks gorgeous? There's no excuse, in my opinion. Because there's such good stuff out there, and it's like, obviously, like <laughs> you could do it, because they're doing it right now. Absolutely. So I hope that DC keeps that up, and I think a part of that is because 
DC isn't pumping out 47 movies a year. They're, <laughs> they, 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 they have a couple movies, if we're lucky, that they'll, you know, treat us with. And, you know, they're not spread as thin. And I, that, that's something that could go either direction. Uh, if they decide, okay, now we're going to do six movies a year and three TV shows, you know, maybe we'll see a decline. Or maybe they'll just let the directors direct their movies and give it the, the visual style that that director wants. Uh, and it'll keep that. And I hope that that's one of the things that they've learned is good right. throughout all of this. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. I don't know. It's a, it's yeah, it's all a mess right now. So that was probably, <laughs> I would say, one of our least favorite movies of the summer was Thor. Probably, oh yeah, right? yeah. It was, it was very disappointing. I'm sure like a worse movie might have came out in between, but you know, as far I, as what I we expect saw, a yeah. little bit more quality. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. From what I've seen, that was the worst movie that that's come out. Yeah, um, in theaters. Well, uh, yeah, I would say it's better than Dominion because at least Thor ends. <laughs> like Dominion just goes on for an extra. Like, you know, hour Jurassic World is a movie that is yeah is a victim yeah. of bad runtime mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, yeah, that movie sucked. I fucking mm-hmm. hated that movie. <laughs> uh, do you want to briefly, <laughs> if it's even physically possible, touch on? The Marvel Phase Four and Five. Oh, heavenly Christ! I forgot like, about all of that bullshit. Yeah. Um. um not all. Well, of it. what do you want got, to talk about? Avengers. Well, just a, a brief little retrospective on it. We have gotten because we were we've been talking. I know I'm sure me and you have talked about this, and I know I've talked about this with other people that like, wow, Phase Four just kind of won't end, right? Like it's going on forever. Uh. And they ha- it has, like, tripled the amount of content already than, like, previous phases. And it's like, what's going to happen here? And then San Diego Comic-Con, we get this sudden announcement, like, oh, Phase 4 is actually over. Like, Black Panther is going to be the last one, and that's it uh, for this phase. I was assuming Fantastic Four was going to be it, because I thought they were going to do something clever with that and making Fantastic Four the, you know, the final event film of Phase 4. But... Uh, that is now being pushed to phase six <laughs> because now phase five, which is the next two years, I believe, is full of stuff. Um, do I have it saved here? Hold on. No, I don't. It's a lot. It is a lot of things, a couple of which I don't think need to exist. <laughs> uh I've mentioned this before, but, you know, Agatha Harkness does not need a TV show. Why are we doing this? Why are we torturing our special effects artists on doing a whole show that is just completely not worth its existence when there are so many other things that you could be putting that effort into? Um, Like, the only things that I'm really excited for, obviously Black Panther, uh, which is coming soon, just because I really want to know what are they going to, how are they going to acknowledge Chadwick Boseman? Uh, and I'm excited. I mean, it looks good, like, visually, and Namor, I think, is an interesting character for a villain. Uh, and the after that, like, yeah, Loki Season 2 will be cool, I'm sure. Blade, I'm excited for. Daredevil, I'm excited for. And then those last three movies, which, you know, are Fantastic Four, Avengers, Kang Dynasty, and Secret Wars. 
Uh, I think those are really the only projects that have been announced that I'm genuinely interested in. Uh, everything else, like, it's got to sell me, and they got to do something. <laughs> like, I'm going to watch them because I, I eat slop, but, <laughs> like, uh, you know, I, I hope that they're good. Um, Daredevil I'm worried about. They don't have the same creative team working on it. They don't have the same writers, and it's, like, people who've worked on, like, barely anything, and... It's like, why are you bringing back this beloved character only to, you know, give it to that instead of just bringing back all the people who worked on it and who made it so great in the first place? Um, and it, it, I am excited for the Avengers movies because I do have a bit of a theory as to how things might go down. Uh, Secret Wars after Infinity Gauntlet was one of my favorite comics. There's there's two different Secret Wars events, one from the 80s, which was really, like, the first ever, like, major Marvel event where, like, everyone showed up, like, having the X-Men, Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, and the Avengers all meeting up for the first time. Like, that had never happened. Now it's like it happens every other, like, Tuesday. There's some gigantic event. Uh, but that was the first time, and Doctor Doom ended up being the main villain there. Uh, and then there's kind of a new version of it that happened in the comics uh, recently, probably within the last 10 years, they did a, a another Secret Wars event where it involves the multiverse and it ends with Doctor Doom gaining this incredible power to save the multiverse from these incursions, which was introduced in Doctor Strange. Um and in the end, he he saves the multiverse by crunching everything into one planet called Battle World, where each continent and each like area on the map is like its own different little world. That is like there's a whole continent that's just like ruled by Ultron, and there's another continent where it's ruled by the mutants, and there's another continent that's got like ruled well uh, ruled over by the Hulks and stuff like that. And there's it's really interesting. And then, of course, certain characters wake up in that world and they're like, oh, we have to put everything back to normal because Doctor Doom is now ruling over this world. And I think that's basically what's going to happen. Like, I think Kang is going to be our kind of red herring where we think, okay, Kang is the big villain. Uh, he's this multiversal threat. But I think in Kang Dynasty, they're going to beat Kang but the incursions are going to happen and Dr. Doom's going to be the key to that. And he's going to do what he does in the comics. And then in secret wars, it's going to be Dr. Doom like the whole way through as the main villain. Um, and I think in between those two movies, they might like, I think it's going to, they're going to try to do what they did with infinity war where it's going to end with everybody losing. So I think the end of King dynasty is like the multiverse is going to collapse. Everybody thinks they're all dead. And they wake up on Battle World, and then that's your your cliffhanger hook for the next movie. So yeah, that that I th if that plays out like that, that'll I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> I think that's what's going to end up happening. So what what do you think about all this shit? Um, you know, they they're gonna do what they're gonna do. I don't, I, you know, <laughs> I, I think it's too much, but you know, yeah, gonna, it's a lot. It. Did did you hear about? Um, apparently they can't reboot, like, the X-Men pretty much until after Secret Wars, in terms of, like, when these... Because apparently the actors are still signed into these contracts, 
where they can't like make a new Wolverine until like unless they bring back Hugh Jackman, they can't do that. Hmm. So I, mean, I yeah. think what's going to happen is like Secret Wars is going to be this. I think it's going to have like this this last hurrah for like the Fox X Men iterations, and then after Secret Wars, they're going to do a full MCU version of it. Because now the rumors are that like after the multiverse saga ends, you know that's when they're going to go crazy with mutant stuff, which I, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, Cause that's, yeah, that's the I, only direction. I wouldn't want to see it before then, you know, because yeah, it's like too being, much. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's ridiculous to even entertain the idea of like, Oh, maybe we'll get the mutants around fantastic four. No, there's no fucking chance unless it's like coming yeah. out in one of those dates that they didn't announce. You know, I mean, it's, it's possible, but I don't mm-hmm. think so. Um, I don't even know what those other dates are going to be. I mean, we know Deadpool 3 is coming. Yeah, Deadpool 3 is going to be the one movie, which again, I think might be another one of those last hurrah for the Sony, sorry, yeah, Fox, Fox yeah. Uh, X-Men characters. That's going to be a movie where, I, I it's probably going to be something like Deadpool realizes that he's going to be rebooted in the, in the MCU and he like, <laughs> like has to stop that from happening or something. And it's going to be Brian Reynolds like, trying desperately not to be recasted or something, you know, like that. I feel like they, they, there's a lot of things they could do to make a really meta, funny Deadpool movie, acknowledging the merger and everything like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm, that's probably the movie I'm like, there there was, uh, there was actually some people were kind of speculating because right before comic con, there was, they, that's when they, they finally dropped the two Deadpool movies and Logan on Disney Mm -hmm. plus. Um, yeah, weird timing. And so it was really weird timing. Some people were like, are they going to announce Deadpool 3 and be like, you know, and also Hugh, Hugh Jackman is going to be Wolverine and he's going to be in Deadpool 3. I think a, that would be perfect if they got Hugh Jackman back. Because if, if they ever get him back, that's the only project I'd want him working on because Logan was such a perfect just final send off to the character. So if they do something, it should be, you know, something fun and over the top that we haven't seen yet. And that's I something really, we've been clamoring for since the first Deadpool is the two of them in a movie. You know what I want more than anything? I want Hugh Jackman in the movie, not Wolverine. I want Hugh Jackman. Yeah, just Hugh Jackman. Awesome. Perfect. I want him to go and be like, <laughs> you need to help me not get rebooted. And he's like, mate, I don't do that anymore. Like he's got the Australian. Like, <laughs> it's like, that would be exactly what I want. That's, that's what I need. Um, but I don't know. I mean, you know, there's a lot or of other could, projects on the on the horizon that we don't know or, about. Or they could do Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe, and it just turns out that it's just in the multiverse, <laughs> so it, it doesn't matter. Like he killed everybody. Yeah, I mean that's that possible good, too. That's got to be at least a what if episode they have to do at some point. That yeah, that'll definitely that should <laughs> yeah. be a what if episode. Absolutely. Yeah, just what if Deadpool killed the Marvel Universe? Like they got to do that, and they just do that. Yeah, that would be yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. But uh, I, I think, you know, there's a lot on the dock. Um, the, you know, I'm rest in peace to the visual effects artists. Oh, yeah. You know, they're probably just... not going to they're not going to want to do this. <laughs> um, they need they need to figure out how to unionize. They really do. If they like because there are like way too many projects right now, because it's like yes. imagine all of this shit on top of all the other movies that their studios might be doing right. work for. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, and how are like, they supposed to crunch all that in there? It's they're not insane. going to have a 
there's not going to be any visual effects people that want to work with Marvel anymore. That's just going to happen. I mean, it's yeah. going to be, and it's just going to keep going. Like this isn't over. Like I have accepted that. Like they're going to move past Secret Wars and they're going to do like ten movies about X Men stuff, and it's going to end in Avengers versus X Men, and then it's going to keep going after that, and then they're going to. It's just going to endlessly go and like until it hits a wall. Yeah, until I don't know. God closes the curtain. <laughs> like that's the only like that it's never going to end as long as it keeps making. I money. I don't know. I I think we just saw all the cracks starting to form. I really do. I think if they keep oh, down man. this path, there is going to be a point where you see a Marvel movie not make a hundred million dollars. You know, opening yeah. weekend. I I feel. I mean, we've already seen that with the pandemic, but I mean, even barring that. I think, like, you know, if they decide to do these movies about, like, oh, here's a movie about, you know, Urethra Man. It's like, well, that, that's not going to make money, then. You can't just do that yeah, every yeah, time. No. You did. You got your Ant-Man, you got your Guardians, you got your Doctor Strange that are, like, these obscure kind yeah. of characters that, like, wouldn't make money. Shang-Chi. Yeah, Eternals. Yeah. Like, the, you know, the, these movies that, like, oh, you know, who wants to see that? And it's like, I don't know. Let's go in because you have a proven track record. It's like that, those days are numbered already. Like, I feel like... Mm -hmm. You know, we're gonna come to a we're gonna come to a you know a stopping point here where it's like, here's the new movie about Urethra Man, and then they're like, all right, well, we're not going to see and then, that. And then there's like a spinoff Disney Plus TV show of a side character from Urethra Man. Right. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's, it's just like, I, like, do we need all this? Do we need all this? No. And it's and and well, it's gonna be a point where it's like, no, we refuse Urethra Man. Yeah. We refuse him. Yeah. And then that's what's gonna happen. And and then and then you know they're not going to make that. And then you know. They make the movie it flops, and then they're like, "Okay, um, we're just gonna keep Urethra Man on Disney Plus. That's it. We're not gonna we're not gonna do anything else with him. He's gonna show up in other projects, and uh, yeah, we we got it. And it's like, mm -hmm. and while you're at it, make two movies a year again, and call it a day. Yeah, yeah. And then do one Disney Plus show every other year. Don't do this. <laughs> like enough, enough. Like it's yeah. we got She Hulk next week, and it's like Christ mm -hmm. Almighty. And then we, it, I don't even have time for this fucking. There's a, there's a fucking Groot show now. What yeah, I'm not that? watching that. I'm not watching that. I, I think it's a bunch of like little shorts. Yeah, it's, so it's meant cares? to be more of like a kids thing. So it's like, right. I no, I know, it. I know. But it's like, but it's like but still, we, we it's can't even we can't even get a break. Like Thor just nope. came out, and now here we are with Groot, and then there's gonna be a fucking Hulk show next week, and then in two months we have Black Panther, yeah. which is around when She Hulk ends. So it's like. Uh, can I like I don't even have time to kill myself now I don't like I don't even have time to do that and it's like it's crazy it's fucking crazy yeah. and, and then you know, fucking Andor I, also around right, that time yeah. so it's like Wait, are they, Andor at die? the same time as there's well, gonna be it? overlap there's gonna be overlap there's when is that come out again is it oh they yeah they delayed it, it to September 21st right so there's gonna be overlap between She-Hulk and that um, and then there's going to be overlap between Wakanda Forever and Andor, mm -hmm. and then there's going to be overlap between fucking whatever else comes out, <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully Andor, or not Andor, but, uh, hopefully She-Hulk is the last Disney Plus show of the year for Marvel. I really fucking hope so. Yeah, I think I, so. I think so. I don't know what would be the next in line. I mean, they're doing the Guardians holiday thing, which is, I don't know if that's oh, going yeah, to happen. Oh, they're doing year. that. I, I think they're probably going to come out with the the werewolf thing oh god i forgot about werewolf that too. or something which is supposed to be just like a one shot like you know halloween special. like a short oh, tv movie yeah. which is you know whatever yeah. but it's like you know if you want to count i am Groot, you've had intro yeah. you've <laughs> had literally moon knight miss marvel 
Doctor Strange, you know, uh, Thor, She-Hulk, Groot, fucking sure, throw him in there. I am Groot, <laughs> five minute, 20 minute fucking short film. Um, and then fucking She-Hulk, and then Wakanda Forever, and then maybe two other ones. It's like, are you serious, guys? Three movies, three shows, potentially six shows, if you want to count the other, you know, one-offs. And it's like, I, I, can't, I can't do this. Do you remember when we were kids and we would watch one of these movies in theaters and we would be like, oh my god, I can't wait for the next one. Like, But we gotta wait like a whole year for Iron Man 3, you know? Oh, wow. Yep. And, and like now it's just like, wow, I wish we were waiting like another whole year <laughs> to find out there's, what happens next. There's no more... There's no I feel, waiting. It's, I, I feel very literally similar to... Just keeps um, going. I remember our friend... Well, my ex-friend, your friend, uh, Brendan, um, and I'm joking, but um, fuck that guy. Um, He he was telling us one time about how his eyes just kind of glaze over whenever the Star Wars, you know, crawl Mm. starts. Mm -hmm. I feel that way now with the... I feel that way. Where it's just like, I don't... There's no, like, prestige anymore. I remember I used to be so excited being like, oh my god, we're in a Marvel movie. Oh my god, like the 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 fucking like opening, you know, the all the all the characters with the Marvel logo. It's like, oh my god, I'm so excited. Then you go now and you're just like, I'm here for this is now strictly business. I need to go and talk about this on online. And I need something to talk about, and that that's it, you know, because it's an endless stream of content. Everybody goes to see this shit. I That's mean, listen, like, I, I like a lot of these things, you know, I, I, I try not to be too down on it. Like, I, you know, I agree that there's issues with the industry and the way that it's being overproduced and overrepresented and, and it's strangling out, you know, the possibility of other things being able to grow because of it, uh, you know, but like, you know, like Miss Marvel had some, you know, good cinematography in it. It was a, it was enjoyable, it had an enjoyable cast and like good editing and good music or whatever. And then, yeah, what's weird know, is like, when I... When I watch all of these things on a case by case basis, mm-hmm. like I really like Doctor Strange, I really like No Way yeah. Home, I really like Shang Chi, you know, like I like all of these things. But it's when we step back and look at everything, yes. I'm just like, that, wow, that is the issue. That's the problem. I like everything on its own. I liked, I had, I, I liked Moon Knight. I liked, I, you know, I for the most part liked Miss Marvel. I liked, uh, you know, the only one I really haven't liked so far is Thor. I even thought, you know, I I didn't love Eternals, but I was kind of mid. I was like mixed, like right in the middle, fifty yeah, fifty I, on that one. Yeah, and I need to rewatch that one to me, see. Yeah, me too. But yeah. I but I remember even when I saw it, I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever see that again. But like, I appreciate the artistry. And then like with fucking Thor, I'm just like, this is this is the first one where I'm like, this is a this is just a bad movie. I don't like this yeah. movie. Uh-huh. And then I mean, you know, everybody has a bad day, but it's like, I, you know. I did not like that. Like I, I think that might be worse than Dark World, to be honest. Oh, absolutely. As a movie, like structurally, yeah. yeah. Yep. Sure. Absolutely. So it's like that's crazy to me that I've seen a movie that's worse than like the most mediocre, like forgettable movie that the Marvel machine has put yeah. out. It's weird. It's weird, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like we're still not at the bottom yet. I still like there is still deeper to go. Yeah, oh, I mean, absolutely. I, I think Wakanda Forever will be good. I think Wakanda Forever will be really yeah. good. I think you have a talented director there. But I think, I mean, I think She-Hulk maybe might be fun. I don't know. I haven't heard any buzz about it. But I mean, Daredevil's in it. There's a lot of like fun characters in that. So maybe that'll be fine. I don't know. Um, but I think when when you get to, you know, I think I, I think even Guardians will be 
really good. Oh yeah, I, Guardians it, is definitely going to be really good. That, that's it's one weird because I, like, I forgot to say that I was excited for that one, but yeah, Guardians is going to be cool. Because James Gunn like really hasn't missed in a long time. No, <laughs> so. he has not, and I, I think that'll be a good one. And there's been, I mean, there's no reason that it's not good because they that movie's been just fucking being made for so long. For I feel a very like long time now. Yeah, especially like the between. I don't think there's ever been a longer wait between. A sequel? Am I wrong about that? What? How? What is it? So six years later. So maybe Doctor Strange was similar. Yeah. So both yeah. of those had the longest gap. That's crazy. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, yeah, because Doctor Strange, you know, so it was like about a year apart for each one. Mm-hmm. Well, that's crazy. Um. So yeah, that's our that's our Marvel talk and our summer movie talk about mm-hmm. you know what we enjoyed. Um. What did you guys enjoy? Um. You guys can let us know in wherever. I mean, we, we have you guys can do iTunes reviews. I always forget to plug that, but you guys can do iTunes reviews. You guys can uh, rate us on iTunes. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Mayhem Pictures. And uh, stay tuned for some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, guys. You know, have a good one. And uh, any closing remarks, William? No. Oh, watch Sandman. It was good. Yeah. On Netflix. Check it out. Okay. There you go. That's watch my, Sandman. That's my, my recommendation. Starring uh, Thomas Hayden Church on Netflix. You guys can check that out. And then, um, yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Yep. And, uh, yeah, have a good one, everybody. And say goodbye to Craig, everybody. Craig really helped us out tonight. Oh, yeah, the recording bot. Yep. Like recording <laughs> Discord, man, because Discord somehow doesn't have a record option, so I have to download an external thing and then plug that into Discord and then connect it and then, oh, no, maybe this whole episode didn't work out. We don't know. Oh, yeah, we have no clue. We have this no could clue. just be a conversation between two friends, and that's it. <laughs> yep. And if it's that not, could be it the end of this. Th- that would be that. And then yep. so, uh, so then Craig, it wouldn't be a waste of time. It would not be a waste of time, right, Jake? It would be because a complete we, waste of time. Absolutely. I, I think we had a wonderful conversation together. <laughs> so yeah, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Have a good one, everybody. And uh, yep. yeah, thank you, Craig. And um, we'll we'll see you guys another time. Bye. Peace out. Bye.